Welcome to Off The Cut, a podcast where we talk about building, making, and answering all of your questions. I'm Eric from Spensley Design Co. And I'm Zach from Zach Builds. If you have a question that you would like us to answer on air, you can send it to offthecutpodcast at gmail.com. You can find both of us on YouTube, Instagram, and unfortunately, because we have to keep up with kids, you can find us on TikTok too. All right, now let's get into the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Off the Cut, episode 62. Yeah, 62. Oh my god. Yeah, but I put 61. Uh Hold on. Let me let me just real quick change this. Okay, now we are on the live stream. On the live stream, the live stream said 61. People are mad right now in the comments. Man, we we're acting like a bunch of inferior woodworking podcasts. But like the green suiters? Yeah, yeah, like the green suiters (laughs) podcast. Um, we're up in Toronto today is known as Tuesday, April 25th, 2023, but here in Ohio today is respectfully dedicated to the food of the zit. Oh my God. Food of the day. Zucchini bread. (laughs) You know what? Uh, (laughs) zucchini bread. I thought I wouldn't like it once. Like I had, I think my mom made it or something like that. And she was like, zucchini bread. I was like, Oh, this is gonna be gross. Zucchini bread. You know what? Had it. Not bad. It was fine. It's sweeter than I expected. I didn't. Would you I, rate it as would eat again? No, I would never pay for it. But like if, you know, somebody's mom made it for me, I wouldn't not eat it. <laughs> if it was put on my plate, I would finish it, but I would never actually seek it out. I get that. Are you like me where just about anything that's on your plate like if you show up to a friend's house and they feed you food like you're i'm gonna eat it unless it's like inedible yes i even like i don't like to rock the boat so much that i would eat something that i hated just to you know grow grease the social gears yeah you know what i mean like i'm saying like if it's like literally a raw chicken breast i would probably still eat it would you I don't I don't have self-esteem, Eric. That's the thing. Like, I, I won't like I've never once sent something back at the restaurant. In fact, if I go somewhere and I'm paying for a meal and they bring me the wrong thing, I'll just eat it. Uh-huh. <laughs> OK, so here's a hypothetical situation. Mm-hmm. You go to a restaurant, you order the cheapest thing on the menu. You're going to get. I don't even know a Caesar salad. OK, OK. No, no, no. Reverse. You order the most expensive thing on the menu. You you order like a tomahawk steak. Mm -hmm. And then they bring you a grilled cheese. But you're like, okay, I'll eat the grilled cheese. But then you get your bill and they charged you for the tomahawk steak. What are we doing there? Then I then I would dispute. Then my my cheapness over overrides my natural low self-esteem and then i go into full like lawyer mode like uh what are they called the karen karen mode yeah exactly yeah exactly i'll be like i recorded this whole meal i have footage of you bringing me a grilled cheese (laughs) you don't have a parking pass you can't be in here you didn't pay the hoa (laughs) see i'm gonna write you up Oh, usually, like, if it's like, oh, I asked for something with, like, don't put the onion on it or something like that. And they put the onion on it, like, oh, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. That stuff, like, yeah. Or will you pick it off? 
Uh, I'd probably just take it off if I've really, I mean, I like onion, but I'm just saying like an example, if they, if they put something on that, that I didn't love, like I just eat, I just keep eating. I don't think there's anything you could get at a normal burger place that I would pick off. You know, there are things I wouldn't necessarily order. Like sometimes I'm in the mood for onions. Sometimes I'm not, but if I got a burger and it just happened to have onions on it, even though I requested, I didn't request them, I probably still eat it. I'd be like, Oh, let's, let's try this out. Let's see if this is any good. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I'd eat it. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not a I'm not a picky eater. There's a couple things that I don't really care for that much, but I'd again if somebody put them on my plate, I'd still probably right. eat them. Nope. Although bugs would be one that I would have a hard time with. See, I would like the like deep fried crickets or whatever. That I would try. I'd try it. I would have like a hard time with like spiders and you know, like you see those like Asian travel shows. They'll go to like some market in Asia. They'll be like, "Here, they eat giant centipedes," and it's like, "Oh, I don't know if I can yeah. do that." Yeah. So, are you somebody like in a in a social setting? Let's say you and a couple buddies go somewhere, and there's like something like super hot or super weird on a menu, and somebody's like, "Oh, somebody's got to try it." Are you the guy that's just like, "Oh yeah, for sure." No, I will force somebody else to order it. I'll peer pressure somebody else into ordering it, and then I'll have a bite of theirs. That's my move. So let's say that everyone bought it and was like, Zach, we'll buy it if you try it. Would you go, okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, I'm the same. I was at a Chinese food restaurant once, and they had pigeon on the menu. It was like buried. like You know, you go to Chinese food places, and they have those menus that have like 300 items. And they just cheese factory. Yeah, yeah. And they're just, they're all just numbered instead of like, yeah, it's anyway. So you just say, like, oh, I want the three or one. Anyways, deep, 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 deep on this menu, they had pigeon listed. And I was like, is this a joke? I wasn't no, sure. No, it's real. Is it, what is <laughs> you looking it up right now? Yeah, it's Cantonese style pigeon is typically braised in soy sauce, rice wine, and star anus, then roasted <laughs> with, I know it's anise. Uh, and then roasted with crispy skin and tender meat. It almost looks like kind of like miniature chicken wings. Huh. So I ordered it, but they were like, no, nah, I'm sorry. We're out of, we don't have any tonight. Like, Damn it. Damn. That's also known as squab. Squab. It's yeah. a bold move putting it as pigeon on the menu. I would call it squab for sure. Uh, so a squab is a very young, immature pigeon. Mm-hmm. It's about four weeks old. It's too young to fly, so the meat's very tender. Huh. Oh, that sounds kind of cruel. It's kind of like, what's uh, veal? Do you have any uh, ethical yeah. issues surrounding like like certain foods, like you know, baby cow and what are, what are the other ones people don't like to eat? I guess all the Isn't baby the, the veal is like the thing where they like trap the animal in the cage so like it like can't move so like it can't grow t- like really tough muscle right exactly yeah i think they try mm. and restrict it as much as possible hmm and there's i, I mean think this must um, be the same reason why people enjoy eating just babies like baby children right over adults yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well if sense. i ever become a billionaire first thing i'm gonna do is just start eating my diet's gonna be nothing but babies Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what the, they like all the, the presidents and like all the famous musicians and stuff do. That's like a rite of passage to get in. Oh, dude. Best conspiracy theory ever is the one that all 
world leaders are secretly like a reptile alien race. Oh, the uh, the is that the the reptilians? Yeah, the reptilian thing. Oh, like it, I, yeah, I remember yeah. my friend once did a deep dive on it. He got so curious about like there's a whole culture of people who think that all the world leaders are secretly reptiles and he oh, so he God. found like their forms and he was like reading the posts and he was like oh yeah they got whole things where like you know if the president's eyes move in certain ways like that's a tell he's a reptile you can see because his eyes are doing this thing yeah 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 i've I i've read that. a lot about that or like heard like netflix things about it the ancient aliens the guy with the like the electrified hair yeah. He probably loves yeah, yeah, yeah. the reptilians, man. Yes. Yes. 100%. 100%. Oh, uh, man. Ancient aliens. That's a good Well, reference. speaking of reptilians, we've got... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, swear, I swear, my uh, my segues get better every week. And by better, I mean worse. Um, they age like a fine line. Yeah, we've got, we've got new patrons this week. We've got two. We got two okay. new rigid fan reptilians. We've got nice. this is the first person that's ever taken me up <gasps> on a good name, name. And I applaud okay. them for this. Goblin Spanker. <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> that good. good. That's yeah. pretty good. Creative. I like it. Yeah. And then we've got Jake Lindner. Lindner. Say that fast. You're going to miss a syllable. At Scouts Workshop. Oh, nice. Another fellow maker. I like it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and mean, then, we we, of look course, up, we've got a... What? what? I was going to say, we should look up Goblin Spanker on Instagram and see if they're a maker. That might just be the name of their, their like account. If you're going to look it up, you better do a safe search. Incognito. Yeah, I better do incognito mode. <laughs> <laughs> but the people that also use incognito habitually are, are returning... Top tier patrons. We've of course got Dadu, Luke Schmidt, Derek Jennings at Pecantry Designs, Corey Duvall, who was generous enough to increase his pledge. I saw that. And yeah, we've got Jason Price at Priceless Pro Designs, Scott Eastman at Eastie's Woodshop, and of course, the Power Cocker, formerly known as Wes. Oh, that was a mouthful. So he did that with the whole reason you want to become a patron is one, you support the show. And two, you get yep. access to the after show. You get tons of merch, which we finally got sorted out. And that is on its yeah. way to a bunch of people soon. And you get next. access to the dis discord. You get to ask us questions, hang out in the after show. We have a good time. Mm -hmm. And also you get access to the after show live stream. So if you like watching the regular mm. live stream, then you can watch the, uh, the after show one. I actually think, Pretty close to 100% of people who watch the live stream, like the main show live stream, then yeah. go over to the after show. So I'm pretty sure it's patrons watching the live stream mostly anyways, but that's okay. This is what it is. We appreciate We're it. here like for the live audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And let me tell you, I have a grievance to air oh, in the after nice. show, but I'm going to hold it okay. for the after show. Okay. Okay. Is it a spicy grievance? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Real spicy. It's, I've uh, got a grievance that I want to air actually real quick. And I'm going to do this one on the, the main show. Let it rip. Uh, Jason Bent is coming to Toronto in like three weeks. And he didn't oh, even for the festival it. thing? Yeah, for the festival thing. So oh, I had to find go. go hang out. 
I know. I had to uh, find out from Scott Walsh, though. I'm I'm offended. He didn't send me a message and let me know. What a dick. Yeah. I've all I've you know I hate a lot of people, but I think Jason <laughs> Bent is probably on the top of the list of people I hate. I don't think we've ever trash talked the guests so much directly after having them on the show. Well, we can make that we can make that happen. The next yeah, guest, whoever whoever we got coming on next, mm-hmm. I think we talked about in the after show, but we haven't released or revealed it to the yes. freeloaders yet. Uh, we can probably talk trash about that person. Oh yeah, well, I mean, look, you can talk trash about anybody. You just got to be willing to deal with the consequences. Let's be honest, Zach. Nobody listens to this podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, can you uh, imagine if we the podcast was actually to the size where people would like? I don't know care if we tr- talk trash about them oh that'd be funny like the one episode where we like talk shit about steve ramsey's movie recommendations yeah exactly and imagine we met him at workbench con he was like you know screw you guys I did, yeah screw <laughs> you guys i didn't appreciate that <laughs> about what you said at, at in the podcast about me i've been like okay we've made it what was the what was the movie that he recommended that you hated uh, Barbarian. Oh, Barbarian. I still, yeah. I, I still haven't watched that. I'd be meaning to watch it. I'm telling you, if you watch the first 45 minutes and then stop, yeah, you're gonna go. That's not a bad movie. Okay, okay. I'll pull the record at 45 minutes, and I'll have like a stopwatch yeah. or a little alarm set. Like, beep, 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 beep. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Sorry, Seth. We got to turn this off. Um, speaking of things to watch, I got a good show recommendation for you. Ooh, okay. So it's called Jury Duty. It's mm. a mockumentary style show, kind of like The Office. I think some of the si- same creators were involved, but here's the catch. There's 12 people on a jury and they're like trying a case. 11 of them are actors. One of them is a real guy who and they're oh. like they're like they're acting out this whole like play essentially for him to tr- like trick him into thinking that it's a real trial. And so they go through oh. the whole thing and he, like it's just like 20 hidden cameras like tracking him at all times and they do this thing where huh. they're like oh, they sequester the jury so they all have to live together um during the course of the trial it's a really funny show it's it honestly it sounds right up my alley how long are these episodes are we talking like 30 yeah 20 30 minutes oh perfect perfect mm-hmm. See, my problem is I have so many shows on my on my list that I need to watch that are like these hour long episodes. Yeah, I rarely watch more than like thirty minutes of TV in a day. So for me, like I I click the show and I'm like, oh, I'm not starting this one. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, no, no. But you're oh, I gotta. You'll enjoy. I it. gotta tell you this. So one of my favorite pastimes. Speaking of like messing with people. Mm-hmm. Is when people text me with the wrong phone number. Oh yeah, and I just screw with them like crazy. <laughs> so I think I got this person really fired up. It's it's not a long exchange. Okay, okay. But I get a message and it says, "Hey Tim, I just got off the phone with my accountant, and she said that I cannot buy that vehicle through the business because the IRS will not let me depreciate it. Therefore, I do not wish to proceed with the deal. Please tell Tony to re." fund my amex and five thousand dollar deposit and then the guy left his name but that's it's not important and i said i'm unable to refund you (laughs) (laughs) and this person replies with that's not true i have three days to cancel a contract in addition i never signed a loan agreement 
Please refund my money or I will dispute it with Amex. I'll text Tony as well. And I said, I was raised where my word was my bond. I guess your family doesn't share that trait. (laughs) And then they reply with, it's almost over. Wow, my accountant will not approve this deal. I'll text Tony as well. Deals fall apart all the time in life. It's just a cost of doing business. I'm sorry you're disappointed. And this is the last thing I replied with. Excuse me. That $5,000 you paid you paid is the $5,000 you paid and backed out on is now a cost of doing business for <laughs> you. <laughs> and then the, the guy just went on this diatribe about stuff, but it's not important right now. And then I finally replied with, you've got the wrong number. I'm messing with you. <laughs> I've never done that to a random person who's, uh, oh, yeah. who just mistakenly texted me before, but I do it all the time with those scammers who message you on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Like, periodically, I'll get these people asking me, you know, uh, I don't know, have you invested in this, like, crypto thing or something like that? Yeah. And I will keep those people going as long as I possibly can. Or or you get the messages of, like, are you interested in growing your account? And you're oh, like, God. absolutely, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, we'll text this person. I'm like, well, why can't I just text you? Yeah. And they get it, so mad. They get so oh, fed up with it. Oh, dude. I, yeah. The, I've kept them going for like weeks at a time before. Just like, you know, like a Have couple of texts, you, you oh know, when God. I'm going to the bathroom or whatever, like I'll just string them along a little bit. The trick is not to get too outrageous too quickly. You have yeah. to like slowly build to them. Cause yeah, because, at once they're a week into it, they're like committed because they think they're going to get money out of you. So they're willing to invest more and more time. Uh, so there's there's an art to getting them. I, I used to screenshot them and send them to my friends because they found it very entertaining. Maybe I'll start sharing those on the Discord or something. Or maybe I'll share some of those in the after show next time I have one. Or put them on, uh, put them on your IG stories. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Because IG's dead man nobody does anything on ig anymore like it's so useless now yeah yeah how's that extra reach you're paying for every month treating you it hasn't done much anything yeah oh man but, I, yeah well i haven't posted on instagram in a while so it's not like it matters yeah yeah i did post a photo uh last you can week post photos on there yeah you can post photos right it's, it's Kind of like a huh. weird like novelty throwback thing, but the photo got a couple thousand likes, so I was pretty happy with that. That doesn't happen in a while. Interesting. Yeah, but still, it, as I that doesn't dispute what you're saying. I totally agree with you that Instagram's dying. <laughs> so speaking of Instagram, I was hesitant to bring this up, but now that it's almost a month past. Mm-hmm. I was very scared to see if you were going to do some sort of April Fool's joke yes. to get back at me. Yes, yes, yes. And you know what? It's funny. I did have one planned. You're lucky because I got so busy that I just didn't have time for it because I did have a very elaborate prank oh. that I wanted to do on you. <laughs> but the thing was, it was the type of thing where I would need to devote at least five or six hours to it. And April 1st is like, there's a very fixed deadline for that. So I didn't have it, but yeah. I did let a lot of the patrons in the discord know what the prank was. Cause I know you're not on the discord and you don't read it. Yeah. So I don't know how to get on there. 
I might conscript a few of them next year to help me out with it. Oh, damn. <laughs> so uh, whatever, April 1st was like a Saturday, I think. Yeah, I think so. And I remember I was like, I was away doing something and I'm like, I'm not even going to look at Instagram mm-hmm. this weekend because I don't want to just get absolutely hounded with, <laughs> with some sort of April Fool's joke. Because like, at least if I wait till Monday to look at it, mm-hmm. it'll it, the, the shit storm. Oh, there it is. Explicit. <laughs> it sh- it would have passed by then, I hope. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't don't worry. I've got I've got something. I've got something planned. You might have uh, to wait another year to, to find out what it is, though. Uh, uh, uh. So. At the end of last uh, last week's episode, because I didn't want to forget this, I wrote down, you had mentioned that you wanted to talk about building a new dining table. Yes. And you wanted to, to throw some ideas around. I figure, you know, we're 20 some minutes in the podcast. Maybe we should talk about woodworking. Mm, maybe. But we could also just talk about TV shows all night. No, let's do it. Because here's my predicament. I mm-hmm. want to build a dining table. I need a dining table for my new place. Yeah. Um, I just don't know how I can make a video about making a dining table that anybody will watch. I feel like that about every single piece of furniture that I make. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I guess I just feel like I've been leaning into the tech stuff so much on my channel lately that if it's just a straight furniture build, I'm worried that people won't watch it. Hmm, hmm, hmm. What if you implement using some tech to help you build it and design it? Like lean into some yeah. CNC stuff to cut like leg templates or like yeah, or like you on the underside of the table carve something crazy, or like you use your 3D printer to help build some sort of jig or like router thing or like uh, that's an yeah. interesting concept. I have been, I have a, a working title. For, I want to basically do a video about why every woodworker needs a 3D printer. And it's just me like spamming out like hundreds of jigs on the 3D printer to like make my life. And easier. you sell all those files too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> the other thing you should try to do, not to derail the dining table idea. Try to 3D print like a router jig that turns your router into a domino. That's really hot on YouTube right now is people buying these like mock domino things. Yeah. Uh, Brad Rodriguez, I think, pioneered that by buying the like fake domino on AliExpress. And he got, I watched that video just blow up the second he posted it. Right. Yeah. You could ride those coattails. That's true. That's um, true. Oh, yeah, I wonder. Let me see if there's like a 3D printed dominant. <laughs> but um, as far as doing a dining table, how can you make it interesting? It has a little bit of tech aspect to it. Or just I've, some interesting hook. Like it's because, you know, dining table is not the most interesting project in the world because it's basically flat surface, two legs or four legs. But you know what I mean? Two sets of legs. Bingo, mm, mm, uh, mm, mm, bango, you're done, right? So you, you would you're gonna hate this idea, but it mm-hmm. did well for me mm-hmm. when I did that like beginner workbench that I only use two tools on it. What oh. if you try to build your dining table with just like a craftsman combo kit or something like that? Oh, interesting. What about if I tried to build the dining table? Hmm, I 
don't know. The, now, the, as soon as I said this, I'm like, I don't want to do it. But I'm like, what if I just made the dining table with a circular saw and a 3D printer? It'd be interesting. <laughs> like, make a bunch of jigs for the circular saw. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, and then I 3D printed this jig that turned my <laughs> turned my circular saw into a table saw. Or if you did it like an episode of like, you ever seen the show 24? Yeah. But they have like the clock that goes boom, boom. Yeah. Um, what if you did like a kind of a riff on like using tech in a woodworking space as far as like, you know, people always say like you have a CNC. It's not woodworking. It's so much faster. You're cheating. You almost make the table twice mm-hmm. and like time yourself. Was it faster for you to do it? all on cnc with tech or is it faster for you to like bring out the table saw bring out yeah pocket hole jigs like stuff like that that's kind of interesting huh or like why the cnc isn't the solution to your problems yeah yeah oh oh interesting man versus machine uh huh i like that i like that maybe okay maybe i'll riff on that for a little bit and see if uh, see if there's something there it need to be a, it would need to be a fun design too. I need like yeah. So like on my dining table bill that I have coming out, mm-hmm. the base is where the majority of the video kind of kind of leans into because it's right. It's different. Like there, I had to come up with some pretty creative solutions of how to make the base looks like look like it is. I think okay. that's where the the bulk of the interest is i kind of okay. fly through making the tabletop because like yeah it's like you know just rip some up. pieces of wood glue them together bingo bango you're done right yeah yeah so the leg what tell me about the legs on your table what made so, them so complicated they're the legs are going out at a 45 degree angle and then where the the stretchers meet they have a miter on them okay so they're not going in at a 90 degree like butt joint. Sure. It's like 10 so, degrees or something like that. No, the the they're they meet at a 45. Oh. But that leg okay. is between the miters, if that makes sense. So you basically okay. have a leg like this, and then the stretcher meets heat like yep. on the side and the bottom. Okay. Okay. So the problem is if you think of that in your head now, how do you actually attach those pieces? Uh-huh. You can't use pocket holes. Yeah. Well, you could. It would just look horrible. But it, it wouldn't attach to anything. It would. You'd blow through the other oh, side. Oh, yeah, true. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And so I designed this whole table, and then once I went to go build it, I'm like, "What? Uh-oh. How the hell do I do this?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what I basically had to do is like prop a six foot long stretcher, like straight up at a forty five degree in the a- angle in the air, clamp it onto my workbench at a forty five degree. And then, like, plunge my domino into the stretcher. Right. It was a nightmare to do. <laughs> was um, it? Yeah, that would be really. Uh, be really I, it's hard to describe in words. I think if you watch the video, you'll be like, "Okay, I see the, I see the potential issue." But well, like, I'm still waiting for this alleged dining room table. May first. May first. Okay. Okay. I got approval. May first. Nice. Patrons nice. have already seen it. Oh. Okay. Maybe I need to get on your Patreon. I wouldn't. <laughs> Wasting money. But yeah, I I think you have to come up with 
something unique or like what makes this challenging or is like is there a woodworking technique or maybe a cnc yeah. technique that you've wanted to try yeah 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 i like that even it could even just be something simple like you know just making the legs with the c like i could yeah i don't know or you could do with- a, like a riff on how to make the cnc a cohesive part of your woodworking as far as like maybe you use the CNC to cut out like an MDF template and then you like template route the legs so they have a crazy shape, but you're yes. utilizing the CNC to help you, but not to do the whole project. Right, right. And then I'm know. selling the, the leg template at the end, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The key is we got to get you to start selling stuff. I know. I know. I know. I got to get, uh, I've been talking to dad about redoing my website and then, uh, and then I'll go hard into some digital file sales. Um, uh, but, but, but I think I'll probably get an Etsy store up and running first. What, what do you, what would you do if, if you needed a stopgap between having your own store set up on your website and, like you, so you just need like a temporary store. Would you start up a Etsy store? Sure. I mean, why not do both? Especially if, if it's yeah. digitally fulfilled. I think so. The problem is, I have my next video. I have a digital product that I want to like sell That's- with the video. Um, but I don't think I'll be able to have my website done in time for that video's release. So okay. I'd like to find like a little stopgap solution. Okay, easy solution. Set up an Etsy store mm-hmm. and then use like a bit.ly link or like yep. whatever one of those things mm-hmm. that you can then change the destination. Ah. Or you can just go in and change the link later on. Yes. Yeah. True. So, yeah, like, like I can just say like link in the video description and then I can change right. the link later. Yeah. So, like the first week of the video being up, it's going to shoot people to Etsy and then anybody who watches it in the future, it's going to shoot them to zachbills.com. Yeah, exactly. So you would, th- so you would use, sorry, there's a siren going by. I don't know if you can hear that. Uh oh. Close my window. Uh, yeah, they're coming for me. Um, the one where Zach gets arrested. So you would use Etsy rather than, like, say, Shopify or something. Uh, so my understanding with Shopify is that Shopify is is effectively the same as Squarespace, where you're making your own website. Okay. So you would still I have see. to have a donate domain and everything like that. Right. Um, Etsy, you just like it's the equivalent of making like a profile right. on YouTube right. or whatever, right? Like you're on their platform, but it's just the Zach Build store on Etsy. Gotcha, gotcha. And there's no other platform like Etsy. I don't know. Okay. I don't, I'm I'm not a I'm not yeah. I don't know enough about it. I should say. Yeah, you just run your own store, so why would you know? Yeah, Etsy Dixia though they take a ridiculous percentage. Yeah, that's what Scott Walsh keeps telling me. So, but it, it it'll be a temporary stopgap solution. It won't be like a long term thing. Right, right. I think it's something. I don't know. It's like ten or so percent yeah. of your sales. Like that's a big amount. That's yeah, um, that's aggressive, especially if you're moving volume. However, if it's a digital product, it costs you nothing. So if you lose 10% on that, like you, you still didn't lose anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it's like a actual real cash cost essentially, no. but you know, that's also 10% that you could be making. Yeah. Like you could be keeping all of it for yourself or I guess not all of it. Cause like Shopify and all these, I'm sure they take some sort of cut too. 
Yeah, it depends on your plan. Like I'm on, I think the most expensive Squarespace one, so they don't take anything. They don't take anything, really. Uh. Uh-uh. Then what's your what's your annual fee? I've. Oh God, I. Uh, several hundred dollars. Oh, that's not too bad. That's what I pay for my uh, website hosting as is, anyways, and it doesn't even include a store. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I, th- I think it's maybe like 50 or 75 bucks a month or something like that. Okay. Okay. Not too crazy, but it, it would still add up a little bit, but better than paying 10%. Right. Yeah. I, d- I think it's the break even on it. And it's like dependent on the, the Squarespace one that, that charges you a percentage fee to sell versus the one that doesn't. The break even was something of like two to $300 a month worth of, worth of sales. Oh, wow. To where going up to the next one was financially viable for you. Okay. Okay. So it doesn't take long before you hit that then. No, no, but think they, they just want to make sure that they're making money off of people who sell one thing a month for $5. Like they're going to make you pay for your server fees. Yes. But yeah, the nice thing that people do like about Etsy. And I will say once you have something, pick up some steam, their like algorithm thing pushes it to people. Right. So it's also advertising. So yeah. do you you still have an Etsy store and you also have your own store, right? Yeah, I just I throw every digital file on the Etsy store. And how do you handle um linking people? Because obviously you have an incentive to link to your own site because you're not paying a commission mm-hmm. there, but then also you have an incentive to link to Etsy because then if you have a popular product, they kind of do advertising and marketing for you. True. I I always point people towards my website and mm-hmm. then my Etsy is just like, if it makes a couple bucks, like I might make a couple hundred dollars a month on it. It's not that much. Okay. And so you, you I guess most of your volume on Etsy probably comes from just search traffic then. People searching like yeah. dining table plans and then they yeah. just happen to stumble across it. Yeah. And Literally the only one that sells on there is the flip top tool cart. Yeah, right. I, right. I think I might have sold like one or two other plans on Etsy. Really? Interesting. Oh, I mean, okay. I'll... Well, hold on. Let me go to Etsy.com right now. I'm just going to search flip top tool cart. And Etsy sucks because they don't tell you what size your photos are supposed to be. So mm-hmm. depending on where you look the aspect ratio of your photo might be vertical. It might be horizontal. It might be square. So uh, half the time you're looking for stuff, it just looks like hell. So interesting. Okay. So I'm looking at Etsy right now. Yours is like the fourth result. I think there's oh. a bunch at the top that seem kind of like they're like advert their ads, like sponsored placements. Yeah, but yeah. Then of the organic search results, yours is number four. Okay. And you're the only one with a real... Everybody's got that damn rigid oscillating saw on the top. Is that like a... Is that like a legal thing? If you make flip cart plans, you have to have the rigid oscillating saw. I don't know, but that saw sucks. Or the the uh, sander sucks. It's awful. I'm looking... There's three... The three... Or there's four top plans of the organic search results. Three of them have that oscillating spindle sander on top of them. Well, I think because people buy it and realize it sucks and they want to they want to store it somewhere. But they're like, well, I might use this once every four years. Flip top tool cart. Perfect yeah. place for yeah. it. I don't even recognize the other. 
top search results. I thought maybe they'd be other content creators, but it doesn't look like it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Huh. Interesting. If you have a boat yes. and you're looking for a new anchor, yes, that rigid sander, perfect boat does, anchor. Does anybody make a good oscillating sander like that? Because I kind of wanted one for sanding small parts. Um, but then you you always talk trash about that. Oh, one. it's so awful. What to get. It's terrible. I mean, I not unless you get like a floor standing like cast iron model one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I want to do another floor tool though. So think of it this way. It's going to operate. What's a good tool I could think? It's going to be the job site table saw of Sanders. Yeah. Will it do the job? Yeah. Is it going to piss you off? And is it never going to actually be like square and like it's constantly going to annoy you? Yes. Is it better than sanding by hand? Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I want something for sanding very small parts and like interior. So I'm often yeah. do like when I do like a speaker build, I do like the cutout, the inside. Yeah. You like cut out a hole for the driver. I need something that can easily sand the inside, like surface of a cutout. But it- what if you do an offset on your CNC and then do like a hundredth of an inch? On the final pass and take just like a teeny tiny final pass. Would that be smooth enough if you had a good bit? Yeah, maybe actually. That's not a bad idea. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. You can get it. You can get the spindle sander. So here's what I would suggest. The rigid one has the that stupid platform that like bevels and stuff like that. Yeah. It is and will never be flat. Okay. okay. So if you have no intention of ever beveling that thing go with one that has a fixed platform okay okay i mean i'm looking at there's like a there's one made by jet that looks not bad that's a floor model but it's not super big i wonder if i could like get one of these floor model ones and like cut it into cabinet or something i mean if it's a floor model one there's no way the motor goes all the way down to the base it's got to just be hollow like steel underneath yeah, that's a good point. Interesting. I'm looking at the jet one right now. The jet one's like three thousand bucks, though. So that's not exactly. Yeah, it's a little bit. I let's see. So, do you want like the belt sander part, or do you just want like the spindle sander? I already have a belt sander that's pretty good, so I don't oh. think I would use the belt sander aspect of it too much. Okay, spindle sander bench top. Um, jet oh, has jet. one that's six hundred and fifty bucks. Oh yeah, it's a bench. I'm just seeing bench this top. now. I wonder if they sell it in Canada, though. That's always such a pain in the ass thing for me. It says yeah. Laguna has one, too. I think Laguna and Jet might be the same company. They... Or, like, they might come out of the same factory. I don't know. Oh, there's actually a couple benchtop oscillating spindle sanders. Everybody's got that rigid one, but uh, Delta's got one. Oh, interesting. Okay, I got some research to do. I might get one of these, like, nicer ones. Wood Magazine, which is a guarantee this is just affiliates out the ass. Um, <laughs> Benchtop oscillating spindle sanders. Isn't that so funny when you stumble across a website and you're like, oh, this is just an affiliate link farm. It's like, oh, every, yeah. 
every third word is a hyperlink that like links to Amazon or some other shopping website. And you're like, this whole website is just geared towards affiliate linking. Or you're, yeah, it's like top five circular saws.com or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. doesn't show you the price just says click here for price. Yes, exactly. Uh, hmm. Oh, Jet's got a couple oscillating spindle sanders. Interesting. Interesting. So it's one of those things where if you use it a lot, get a good one. If you're going to plan on using it like once a year, I wouldn't spend a lot of money on it. Yeah. Okay. There's also when one, but when stuff in general is pretty, pretty trash. Don't you have a when drill press? Yeah, it's not great. I don't love it. It's okay. It was good for the price and it, it gets the job done, but it's not, it's nothing, nothing magical. Shall we say? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would give you my spindle sander thing, but it would cost more to ship it than for you to just I buy know, a new one. I know. How much is the, that rigid one's only like a hundred bucks or something, isn't it? No, 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 no. It's like two fifty, three hundred US. Oh wow! Is it really that I th- much? I think I got it on sale for like two hundred dollars because I was like, right. I was fine tuning a bunch of like MDF templates. And I was like, okay, this is this is decent. And then I realized, I was like, why are my templates like? I was like, the router, like the flush trim bit, like isn't isn't working well. And it's because the damn spindle on it. Oh no! I, I kid you not, is out like five degrees. Really? I guess it's, it's like awful. It's, it's probably not a very thick spindle, is it? No. Like, do you think it it came from the factory straight, and then one day you just like pressed on it a little too hard, and it? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I did a YouTube video about it, and it really pissed people off. But oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's uh, I I I have an alternate um thumbnail for my video that just came out earlier today, and it's specifically designed just to annoy people. Oh, what is it? I love these. So it's water cool uh, so it's a more literal title it's gonna be called just like water cooling my desk and it's me with a bottle of fiji water pouring it into a funnel that goes into my desk <laughs> oh because people are like you can't put water in there you have to put exactly. cooling in there right exactly oh exactly. dude that is a lovely so that'll piss a lot of nerds off i'm sure <laughs> or this is why you don't buy a mac oh <laughs> that'll you get can't do this too. with a mac yeah this yeah, is why fun. your Mac sucks. <laughs> is sucks a word that you're not supposed to use in a title? Good question. I don't know. I I would be, yeah. I is would it be a little vulgar? reticent. Yeah, anything that's even remotely vulgar, I would be reticent to use in a title. Mm. I feel like it might get your video deprioritized. Right, right. Because if you use like the F word in your title, I'm sure yeah. it's going to just tank the searchability there's um there's a little box that you actually have to check if you have swearing in the title of your video you know when you do the little dis- when you upload a video so okay so oh, for people yeah. who don't know okay, at yeah. home when you upload a video to youtube they make you do this kind of self um like self critique of your video essentially they'll say like you have to go through this list of things it's like do you have any swearing in the video do you have any dangerous stunts in your video? Do you have any uh, copyrighted material? Do you have any hateful content in your video? So right. you kind of have to like go through this whole checkbox and say, no, I don't have any of these. Yeah, okay, there's a little bit of swearing. Oh, there's a little bit of 
dangerous, uh, like dangerous stunts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you submit that to YouTube. And then it, it, I think if you do it enough and you're consistently accurate in your statements, then they start to trust you at a certain point. Right. But, but I think when you're first doing it, they kind of verify and make sure that your statements are true. Right. Anyway, so there is a special box there. There's different levels of swearing too. So you can say you have censored swear words in your video or you have light swearing like hell and damn and crap. And then you mm. have like hard F-bombs and shit and piss and whatever, right? Baloney. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or yeah. really bad stuff like Odie's oil or rigid. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, okay, I got to mark this one explicit. Yeah, this is going to be explicit here for sure. Um, and one of those options is shit, fuck, or something else in the video title. That's like hmm. the highest tier of I have swearing in my video. So I'm pretty sure as soon as you check that, you're not getting any ads on your video. You're getting deprioritized in search results. It's probably the worst possible box you could check. So what you're saying is don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. If you're trying to make money on YouTube, which is, yeah. you know, the end goal. That being said, I will usually check light swearing in the video. Even if I... Really? Yeah, because it's like, I just cover my bases. Because maybe I say damn in like or heck or hell or something like that in the video. I, to oh. me, that wouldn't even register as a swear word. So I wouldn't even notice it when editing the footage or recording the footage. Um, so I just do the light swearing one all the time to cover my ass. In case one slips. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I, I also do the, the check the box for dangerous stunts. Because it's woodworking, right? So Tools. you never know. Somebody might complain that, oh, you're like you're pushing a something through the table saw. You're not being safe. Like, could be considered a stunt to some people. Would you consider skydiving to be a dangerous stunt, or is it yeah. just a recreational pursuit? I would say it's a dangerous. St- I, I mean, if I were going to upload a video about skydiving, I would definitely check the box that says like. I think there's um, there's one that says dangerous stunts done in a controlled manner by a professional. And that's the one I usually check. Mm. Professional. Obviously. Professional stunt, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's what you guys start doing when people like you meet somebody at dinner party. They're like, hey, what do you do? I'd be like, oh, I'm a professional stunt man in a controlled <laughs> environment. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I would be I would be truthful in that statement yeah, introducing yourself like that <laughs> <laughs> i could just sophie's eyes would roll so hard they would pop out of her head <laughs> oh. i did that well speaking of stunts uh we usually save this for the end of the show but if you want to help us grow the show oh, the yeah. best thing that you can do see what because most people tune out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh-huh and then they're like all right the show's over i'm, I'm not going to listen yep. to this the show's not over, so I'm going to hit it with you. Hit it to you now. Share the show with people. Tell friends about it. Yes, please do. We've gotten a lot of people sharing the show, so we genuinely we appreciate. It. That's how we grow this thing because we don't spend millions of dollars on marketing like mm-hmm. banks or whatever on this thing. And that's that's how we get the leverage to get guests on because every single guest. This is yeah. a lie. Every single guest asked. How many listeners do you get each episode? And 
99% of them turn us down because we're not yeah. big enough. Yeah. So if you want us to get better guests than Jason Bent, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to hate us. Uh, I know. Uh, he's going to punch me if when I go to his. I know. Recharge we stuff. didn't even invite you to Toronto. Well, that's true. That's true. Um, if you want us to get better guests than Jason Bent, which is a pretty low bar, um, <laughs> we're going to need people to start sharing their show so we can get it bigger. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's all I got to say, I think. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, we, I think we briefly spoke about this. Are you going to go to that festival event uh, in Toronto? Are you and Scott going? Yeah, as long as I'm not too busy with my job job because it's yeah. at like noon on a Thursday or something. That's so weird. I know. I was kind of hoping it would be on a weekend. If it were on a weekend, I would say I'm 100% going. Uh, as it is, it's going to be a little bit of a push, but I, I think I'm going to go. Scott's definitely going. He already RSVP'd. So. Yeah. It's, yeah. But also I get it because like think of everyone that's going there. Like They don't want to work on the weekends. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. Right? Like the people who are putting this on are working. Yes. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. Cuz I I was at the same event that that you're going to. The people who are demoing all the stuff and teaching you about all the stuff, there is no doubt it is work. Yeah. And to set all that stuff up. Yeah. Do you so when you do it, do you like do you have to be like a stagehand or are you just like you know, one of the models at the, at the car show. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you'll go there. And the reason they're doing the RSVP is just so they get an idea of how many people are coming. Mm-hmm. You're just going to be able to walk the floor. Like you can meet and greet people. Um, but you're going to be basically just anyone at the show. Any, like if my dad was going to the show, you're, it'd be at the same status as him. Like walk around the show talk to the festival employees, learn about the tools if you want, or if you just want to put it out on your stories, like, Hey, I'm going to be at this festival event. If you want to come hang out with me and you just stand somewhere and chat with people, Mm -hmm. that's cool too. Right. But Jason's like traveling from, yeah, I think Jason had, he's demoing a certain tool. So he has like a station. Okay. Okay. They won't give you a station. Yes. Yeah. 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 Understood. Okay. Okay. I wonder what he's going to You have no obligation to go there. (laughs) <laughs> no, I just want to go because I think it'd be cool to see some of the festival stuff. Yeah, and, you know, and get with uh, Scott and Jason too. Yeah, and I'm sure, like, if you put it up on your stories, you're going to be going to that thing. You might have people that live in uh, Toronto that want to come say hi or whatever. Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> so, but just remember, it, that's going to be the same thing as like kind of going to Workbench Con, where there are people that kind of like look at you and you can tell that they want to say something. So just yeah. remember. If you're more forward, it makes it way less awkward for other people. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I don't know if I talked about this on the... Maybe I did. Did I mention I was at an Ikea a couple weeks ago and uh, just shopping with Sophie and some guy came up to me and he was like, hey, I love your channel. Right on. Yeah, but Sophie Sophie saw him before I did and she was like, Zach, there's a guy like following you around the store just looking at you. He's a really nice guy. We had a nice little chat, but it it was just funny. But I mean, think of it in reverse. Like, I'm oh, sure totally. he's thinking, like, is that Zach? And then you're like, that is Zach. But like, do I say something? Do I not say something? How do I say something that's like not creepy? For sure. And 
I don't even think like I think if I saw like some YouTuber that I recognize like out in the wild, I would convince myself really quickly that it wasn't them. I'm like, no, that's uh, that could yeah. be. Yeah. 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 I told you the time where I was at I was at dinner with Miranda and I there's a guy that like came and like sat in the booth. No, I don't think so. Yeah, you just like came over the table, sat in the booth real quick. He's like, Hey man, love your channel. I was like Cool, cool, cool. Like I'm on a date right now, though. Right. I was like, thanks, man. But like kind of in the middle of a conversation. Right. Yeah. It was actually sat down, eh? It was very awkward. Yeah, no kidding. Jeez. How like long it's different if you like stand at the I don't know, just like a minute, but if you stand at the end of the table and like give you gotta give people their their bubble. Yeah. Yeah. And privacy. For sure. Did he sit on the same side as you or the same side as Miranda? Me. Okay. Interesting. I mean, yeah, good, better for Miranda, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, this isn't, I'm not trying to be like a turd about it, but if it's just like, oh, you stay at the end of the table and you're like, hey, my name's so and so next to me, you'd like, that's okay because you're not in my bubble. Happy yeah, yeah. to talk yeah. to you, but like, sit next to me, like, dude, I don't know you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you, uh, you have that same sense of the bubble too, because it's, uh, yeah. the personal bubble. People need to learn to respect that a little bit. All right, it's all about the bubbles. All Speaking the bubble. of bubbles, this episode is brought to you by Bubbly Sparkling Water. So I, I started posting stuff on Instagram on our Instagram page, mm-hmm. and I figured we needed to have. Oh, the guy texted me back. Oh, he said talk. With my accountant, she's creative. Deals on. Thank you for understanding. I'll get the car Saturday. <laughs> Perfect. See you Saturday. I'm going to say, hmm. I already have another offer. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> you should have told him uh, that you can't refund the money because the money's already gone. You gave it to your bookie. <laughs> I bought 13,000 pounds of cabbage. Yeah, exactly. So on Instagram, I figured we needed to follow some people. So. Oh, yeah. Okay, I like this. We follow Zach Builds. Okay. We follow Spencer Design Co. Mm -hmm. We follow Bubbly Water. Nice. We follow Pepto Bismol. Mm -hmm. We follow Depends Brand Diapers. Perfect. And Kelly Clarkson. Okay, but what about, can we follow Odie's Oil and Rigid, too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Kelly Clarkson, Odie's I like that. That's a good one. Oil. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm. So okay. I was thinking, you know how I said I had that thumbnail where I'm pouring Fiji water into my computer? I yeah, was yeah, also yeah. going to do one where I was pouring a bubbly in, but then I was like, nobody would get that. <laughs> nobody would get that. No, no. The joke. water is perfect. The yeah. water is perfect. Because nobody will get People get so mad. You yeah, can't water cool. Can't you a computer water. with water. <laughs> be like, what? It's purified. It's the the most delicious water you can get. <laughs> oh, that would have been a great way to actually start the video. So you know how a lot of people start videos and it's like a two or three second clip of like, okay, and now I'm going to pour water in, and then you like cut, and then oh, you're like, so today I'm I building a water cool computer. Yes, I wish I thought about that. It was only something I thought about after the video was done. I was like, oh, I gotta go get Fiji water because that'll make people angry. Yeah. And by the way, Fiji water, one bottle. It was like a liter of water. What was a liter in uh in your speak? I think it's like a quarter of a gallon. 
Uh, yeah, it's I don't know, it's probably like thirty ounces, twenty eight ounces, something yeah, like that. It's like bucks. three beers. It was five yeah. bucks, and I was like, "Who drinks this stuff? This is insane." My sister had a phase in high school, where I sh- I swear to God, she would only drink Fiji water. Yeah, yeah. Did she go broke at the same time. <laughs> Hell if I know. It was funny. I was driving back from the store with my Fiji water. And I was like, oh, I'm pretty thirsty. Maybe I'll just drink this. I was like, no, I need to save up for the thumbnail. And I was like, Zach, you idiot. You can just fill it up with tap water for the sake of the thumbnail. <laughs> no one's going to know. <laughs> no I was like, no, I can't know. waste the $5 water. Oh, you're an idiot. Hey, hell, you could just... I'm surprised my sister just didn't keep the Fiji water and just fill it up in the... I know, right? In the tap. I know, I know. So I do have to say... I. I knew nothing about any of the stuff that you're talking on that computer thing. And I still was pretty interested in, no, I like, it was like enough where like you, you gave me some tech stuff and I was like, Oh, okay. I learned, but it like, it kept moving. Yeah. I tried to, I tried to strike a balance between, uh, like I didn't want to make it strictly for tech people. Like I didn't want to go like too in depth on anything. I wanted it to be like kind of an introduction to water cooling. Like I assume most people watching the video have probably never water cooled a computer before because that's not really my audience per se. So I tried to tr- start like, a balance between building and then just explaining the basics of water cooling. One suggestion I'd have is mm-hmm. I know you opened that box, like the big cardboard box, and it had some c- computer peripheral on it. You were like, "This is the G four something." I oh. have no idea what the hell that is, but it right. seemed like you were very excited about it. So maybe yes. you could just be like, this is so-and-so. This is the best whatever in the world. Then I could be like, oh, okay. Yeah, I should have done that. I think I actually, there was a section in the video that explained the graphic, the the RTX 4080 a little bit more, but I cut it because it was just like, it, I was like, this part of the video is boring. Like I got to okay. okay. chop it down a little bit, so. I just had no idea what it was. I knew yeah, it was fair. a computer peripheral, but I was like, I yeah. don't know why it's so exciting. But you seemed excited about it, so it's got to be something good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like a you know two thousand dollar card that's for well two thousand Canadian dollars for uh, just for gaming essentially. Fair, it's like fair. it's like an Xbox, a PlayStation, a Nintendo Switch all rolled into one. Oh, so it's got some juice behind it. Yeah, yeah, but and I think you got the idea. Like it's like it's a new part. And it's going to increase the total yeah. power draw of the thing. So it's like, it's I just had no idea what it was. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, even if you told me what it was, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Take your word for it. Oh, my <laughs> computer comes tomorrow, by the way. Nice. I'm excited for you. So the price that I told you mm-hmm. was before taxes. Oh, so I got, I got to, Hold this up. This is at oh, I got a face ID. I have never spent this much money on a computer in my life. Mm-hmm. It was four thousand one hundred and sixty nine dollars and ninety three cents. Yep, free shipping though. Oh, nice. Welcome if this thing world, isn't man. screaming through my video edits, I'm gonna be so pissed. Eric, Eric, Eric. Okay, hold on. Let's stop for a second. How old's your current computer? To it's 2020, so 2020, so three years years old, yeah. And how many hours do you think you've used that computer? Oh, thousands, (laughs) 
So you probably paid less than like a penny per hour using it. Well, maybe the, a little bit more than that. Like the laptop I have now was, I think, $850. Right. Right. And you can probably still sell it for three, four hundred bucks, something like that. Yeah, probably. So effectively, you rented that computer for less than a penny an hour. Valid. And think about how essential it is to your business. You yeah. couldn't you couldn't operate your business without some sort of computer, at least, right? Well, you have the psychopaths that edit all their videos on their phone. I know, but we're we're not those people. Yeah. So I, I just, you know, it's it's one of those things I like. My friend was riding me once. He was like, Why do you always buy hey, oh. <laughs> He's like, you always have the latest phone. Like, what? Why? Like, why do you rush out and get them so soon? It's like, there's nothing in my life that I use more than my phone. Fair. Like, it's the thing I interact with the most. So it's like, why wouldn't I have the nice one? You know, yeah. like, I can yeah, afford it. I've I can got write an iPhone 13 mini with a cracked screen on it. How do you? You already cracked the screen. That thing's only got to be like six months old. Uh, I don't know how old it is. It's the. I don't know. Is it last year's? I think 13's the latest. 14 out yet? I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, the point is, if you use something a lot, don't fret so much about spending money on it. It's from 2021. No, my phone is. September 24th, 2021. Shit. Yeah. Oh, they do have an iPhone 14. Wow, I'm behind in the tech, everybody. Let's be honest, it's the same as the other one. I know, I know. It is really starting to slow down. Even on the Android side, like the the Samsung phone, I don't actually have the latest Samsung phone because I looked at the new one that came out and I was like, yeah, it's not actually that much better. That's the same thing, yeah. But if it were better, I wouldn't hesitate to spend the money because I use it, you know. Have you ever looked at your, like... um the screen on time that you have, or like some phones give you like a little report, like you used your phone this much this week. Oh God. I don't know. It's a disgusting number when you see it. See, but I keep my phone screen on. Like if I'm sitting here working, my phone screen is on and I have Spotify up. Yes. So I'm sure that's going to throw my screen time. Yeah. It says my daily average is two hours and 51 minutes. Actually not that bad. I've heard a lot higher. I don't know. Uh, Let's see. I'll try and look mine up. And Spotify is two and a half hours of that. Can you just say it's two and a half hours? So it's 100% yeah. of the time? Uh, uh, find it on Android. I average four minutes a day on Instagram. That's not bad at all. That's probably yeah. just that's post and ghost, right? <laughs> you bet it is. Maybe a couple messages there. Because I have a thing where like if I'm on Instagram for more than 15 minutes, it like it like alerts me. And I don't think I've ever gotten that alert. Yeah, yeah. God, they call it digital well-being. Okay, hold on. Let me see. I gotta pull up my phone. Ooh, I got you beat. Oh. I got you beat. Oh, you know why though? Uh so three hours and twenty-seven minutes. Okay. But, that's not bad. But in my defense. I think 239 of that is YouTube. And okay. that's because a lot of the time I fall asleep watching YouTube videos and they just keep playing. Oh. Yeah. Sophie doesn't murder you for having your phone on watching videos while you're in bed? No, dude. Head, wireless headphones. Oh. Just little earbuds. It's I have the perfect system worked out. Okay. I put my little wireless earbuds in 
they're noise canceling. So Sophie likes to sleep with rain sounds. She's a monster. Oh yeah, we talked about this. Yeah. So <laughs> earbuds go in. They block out the rain sounds. I put a like a boring YouTube video, usually like documentaries about space or something like that. I watch. I watch the YouTube video. I lit it like just lull me to sleep. Then I roll over. Headphones fall out. I wake up in the morning, fresh as a daisy, good to go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> What you need to do is need to fall asleep listening to those like self affirmation things. Like, oh, yeah. You are Zach. You're strong. You're a rich man. (laughs) Your YouTube channel doesn't suck. (laughs) (laughs) I once dropped off my cat to uh, my friend to babysit her for while we were like going on vacation or something like that. I had this whole like list of instructions for him. I was like, okay, 5 p.m. She gets fed. Uh, 5.33, she gets her water. Then 5.45, that's when she does her affirmations. You have to sit down with her, tell her she's a good cat. <laughs> Did your friend believe it? Was like, oh, I don't think so. I think, he, I think he could sense that I was just bullshitting him pretty quickly. Uh, that's a good troll, though. Mm-hmm. Especially like if you left him somebody that, that would read it and go like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's good. Oh, I wanted I brought this up in the in the after show last week, but I want to bring it up in the main show. Okay. About the intro. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Intro contest. Let's do it. So we're what 62 episodes yep. into this thing. We've had the same in- intro for 62 episodes. Let's be honest. Zach and I are way too lazy to make a new one. But if there's somebody out there that wants to make us a new podcast intro and we like it we will use it yes so what i don't know what's it it's got to be say whatever the hell you want yeah use some audio clips don't use some audio clips we're we're easy use one of those like you're getting interviewed as an interrogation they want to mask your voice kind of things or yeah or or like one of those i mean if you if you can make it engaging to the point where we want to use it, go for it. Yeah. I so mean, only, if it's trash, we're not going to use it. But if it's like, it's funny, catchy, we like it, send it in. Yeah. Think outside the box. Do something yeah. do something weird and crazy. As long as it's good, we'll, we'll use it. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that would be a little like fun contesty thing to get people engaged in the show. And if somebody might get excited, they're like, oh my gosh, like that's my intro. Oh, you know what we should do? And this is a big if. Uh, okay. If we get multiple submissions and we like multiple ones, Ooh. we'll like test them out and get some audience feedback. You can like try out different intros and see which one people like. Ooh, okay. Okay. I like we'll that. See. I mean, this is a big ask. I don't know if anybody's actually going to make one, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I don't think there's no details that we need to give. It doesn't matter what audio format it is. They're all no, we'll usable. We can transcode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that, I thought that'd be fun. Um, Well, well we got anything note. else to talk about? Or do we want to head over to the after show? Because we got in. Hold on, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. At least eight questions. We're going to okay, be at least easy in the after show. All right. Yeah. Let's see if we can power through some questions in the after show. Uh, no, uh, everybody at home. Thank you so much for listening. Send us some questions. Send us some voice notes. Send us some email. Uh, check us out on Instagram. Tell a friend. 
We'll see you in the after show. Peace. See ya. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Uh, I feel like you always do the outro. So I wanted to. No, no, that was perfect. <laughs>